Hello everyone and welcome to Balls and Whistles, a sports podcast from Highland News and Media. I'm your sports editor, Will Clark, and no one is joining me today because Andrew Henderson has decided to go on holiday. Something about being best man to his brother's wedding. And a big mention to his brother, who is also the creator of the Balls and Whistles beam tune. So thanks for the royalty-free music. And uh, we wish you many years of happiness. Today's show is going to be a bit different. We're just going to take a look at the stories which have uh, happened across the Highlands and Murray in our newspapers this week. So sit back and enjoy. At Ross County, Malky Mackay is tipping aggressive Alex Echeviti to trouble Premiership defences with his penalty box presence this season. The former Nottingham Forest and Oldham Athletic defender set the ball rolling on the Ross County manager's competitive tenure with a winning goal away to Brewer Rangers in a 1-0 victory. While the League Cup group stage was rendered meaningless by County's COVID-19 outbreak and two postponed matches, Mackay drew huge positives from Wednesday's performance after the debilitating effects of the virus. Itchoviti's pivotal early second half header and the team's relentless pressing of Brora topped his list of pluses. Speaking to the Russia Journal, he said, What happened for the Itchoviti goal is something we spoke about. He is an aggressive header of the ball, an aggressive player, and if you have that type fed by a good delivery at Premiership level, you're going to cause problems. It was a fantastic delivery from young Jake Wilkins, who has a lovely left foot, and when the ball is fired to him from 50 yards, it just gets brought down beautifully. He's a young player with lots to learn, but he has been schooled very well at Southampton, speaking about Jake Wilkins, and he shows a great willingness. We talked in the first half about that little hole where, if we drew Brora's second man out, the front post space would be available if he could get the delivery in there. On the flip side, I wanted to make sure that we didn't give up many set pieces, and when we did, we were solid, disciplined and brave. That's something I've looked at since coming here, and an area where I feel we can do better. Malky Mackay is excited by the prospect of a first bout at Victoria Park at home to Montrose tomorrow. Speaking in the Rochester Journal again, he said, It was great to kick off my career proper with Ross County, and good to get involved in a game that really meant something. We're lucky enough that we have a training facility right beside the stadium. So every day since I arrived, I've walked by the main pitch and seen it get greener and greener. It is lovely, and and it will be great to actually get a home game in front of our fans, with our players in our stadium and dressing room. Meanwhile, at Inverness Caledonia Thistle, Robbie Dees is relishing Sunday's live televised Tynecastle visit as a chance to gain some revenge for three defeats last season. Cali Thistle, fresh from League Cup disappointments against Stirling Albion and Cove Rangers, hope to draw on a morale-boosting performance before kicking off their championship campaign at Arbroath next weekend. But Dees is confident a desire to make amends for last season's winless run against championship winners' hearts will also drive the Inverness team on. Cali Thistle have lost their last five trips to Gorgie, and not one in nine, 
dating back to Billy Mackay's match-winning double in 2013. The final game of an ill-fated qualifying group is certainly one that inspires young defender Dees. He said to the Inverness Courier, We all know we aren't good enough on Tuesday. We've spoken about it as a team and with the manager. The 21-year-old continued, The gaffer has had his say and we are working on different aspects in training. We know Sunday will be a step up, a very competitive game. Last season we didn't manage to beat Hearts at all and I think, as a team, that hurt us. We're due them a good game and we couldn't really ask for a better match before the league starts. Hearts at Tynecastle with some fans in. It is perfect preparation for our growth. If we go there and be competitive, there is no doubt in my mind we'll do well. Dee said he is aware of the criticism that followed the Cove Rangers performance, but is confident better lies in store. It was his first 90 minutes of the campaign after recovering from a back injury. I was delighted to come through that even though, in terms of performance, we were nowhere near it, admitted Dee's. It is all about the first league game of the season now, but Sunday is massive as it is an opportunity to go on and put a show. Meanwhile, at Elgin City, Russell Dingwall says the club's summer setbacks have been self-inflicted. A series of positive COVID tests in the black and white squad have left them short of full fitness, with the League 2 season just over a week away. Dingwall said City have had just two training sessions together as a full squad since pre-season resumed in June. Former Ross County midfielder Dingwall believes there is plenty work to be done over the coming days but says he is confident his teammates will be sharp and ready to go for their opener against Stranraer on July the 31st. Speaking in the Northern Scot, he said, We've had bits and pieces happening in pre-season, which was nobody's fault but our own. You can see in the last 20 minutes of games we are not getting to places where we could be, stopping shots and stopping crosses. It puts us further back to the park, which isn't great, Speaking after Tuesday's 3-1 Premier Sports Cup defeat against League 2 newcomers Celtic Hearts, Dingwall said he will work hard on his own fitness between now and the start of the league term. City have one more group match at East Fife tomorrow, another game they will use as a competitive test of their resources to get them ready for the league kickoff. I feel all the boys have a baseline fitness now, Dingwall added. We've not been training very often together, and maybe that sharpness over five yards, getting to stop crosses or create chances for ourselves, hasn't been there. It's going to come, and these sessions in the last game will all help. I'm feeling all right. We've trained twice as a squad this pre-season, so you do feel that over five or ten yards, turning and all that. You need to do a bit of extra work to get properly ready. With the pre-season we've had, it's all about getting minutes in the legs of all the boys. But still we want to go out and put in good performances in the cup and not do anything stupid that leads to negativity going into the season. It's not been positive results, but there's been big positives to take away from each of the games. The Highland League kicks off this weekend. 
and in all of our newspapers across the Highlands, Murray and Aberdeenshire, we have a Highland League supplement where you can find out how all 18 teams are preparing for the new season. But the biggest story in the Highlands this week regarding the Highland League is that Martin Callum has been appointed as the new captain of Clark McCudden. The midfielder was revealed as the club's new skipper as they prepare for their opening Highland League match at Inverurie Locos tomorrow. Callum has also been appointed as a coach this season, as well as being given the captain's armband. Clark manager Jordan McDonald said it was a decision they had taken a number of weeks to make after previous captain Michael Finnis left to join the office. But McDonald is confident he has appointed the right man in Callum as they head into the 2021-2022 campaign. Speaking in the Nice Courier, McDonald said, Martin is a leader. He is committed and a good footballer. He gives us everything that we want as a player. Once Martin said that he wanted to do it, it was an easy decision for us to go down that route. He has been at Clacknacudden for many years and it is somewhere that he is committed to, which was another factor. In addition, Ryan McIntosh has been named as the new vice-captain and McDonald says the defender will serve as an effective deputy to Callum on the pitch to help lead what is a young squad at Merkinch. Speaking in the Inverness Courier again, he said, Ryan has also been at the club for a long time, and he is a brilliant talker. The way he conducts himself at a training, speaks to people, and treats the young boys is superb. We have only made these decisions this week, as there was no rush to do it. Meanwhile, at Nairn County, Ronnie Sharp is convinced that making a flying start in the Highland League will be more important than ever this season. Pandemic-related disruption in pre-season, coupled with a lengthy layoff from regular matches in the last 18 months, could add unpredictability to the league campaign at the outset. After a year like no other, including his own health scare, the Nairn County manager is just glad to be back in familiar territory. But Sharp who has recovered well from the heart attack he suffered in May, reckons opportunity knocks for any team capable of building early momentum. Speaking in the Inverness Courier, he said, It has been stop-start for us in terms of training and matches, but every club is the same. It is just good to be back. There's a lot of excitement after everything we've been through, and I'm sure every club is the same. None of us know what the season holds with COVID-19 still an issue. The start of the season in particular could be unpredictable. It is always vital to get off to a good start, but this year in particular, it could be really beneficial. Meanwhile, at Highland League champions Brora Rangers, manager Stephen Finn Mackay believes Brecon City's arrival has only intensified what is shaping up as the most competitive Highland League title race in years. The Brora Rangers manager drew huge positives from Wednesday night's strong showing in a narrow League Cup group defeat at home to Premiership Club Ross County. Kicking off tomorrow away to Devon Vale and Banff, the Cataks face potential title challengers Rofus, Fraserburgh and Fort Martin in their next three league matches. Speaking in the Northern Times, he said, It is always a competitive league and it is probably going to be the most competitive Highland League in recent years. Along with Brecon City, we'll have Bucky, Fort Martin, Fraserburgh and Rofus, who will all fancy their chances. That competitiveness is good for the Highland League and good for us as well.
We need to make sure we are as strong as we can be. We know we are really light in terms of squad size and we'll look to rectify that in coming weeks. At Wick Academy, manager Gary Manson is, is expecting a tough test in tomorrow's Highland League opener against Forest Mechanics, but insists his team will be going into every match with the intention of winning. Manson is looking forward to his first full season in charge at Harmsworth Park, having been appointed in July last year. The trip to Mossett Park is one of two away games in successive weeks as the Scorries get their campaign underway. Boris opted to pull out of the 2020-2021 season because of COVID-19 concerns, but Manson knows all about the strengths they possess. Speaking in the John O'Groat Journal, he said, The closer it has been getting, the excitement has been building, so we're looking forward to Saturday. It's all well and good doing work on the training ground, but you don't really see how well it is working or how much more work you have to do until the competitive matches come around. It will be good to see how the boys are shaping up. Forrest have kept the majority of their squad from last season that went ahead and they've added a couple of players as well. They'll be really strong and it'll be a tough test on Saturday. It always is when you go to Forrest. We're under no illusions. It is a very difficult start for us but it's one we are thoroughly looking forward to. We want to play the best teams and Forrest are historically a top six club. It'll be a good gauge for us to see where we are and see what we need to improve on. We'll be going down there for the three points, there's no doubt about it. Away from football and in cricket, Ross County Cricket Club will look to blast their way to victory when they compete in the T20 final against Forest tomorrow. The Strathpeffer Club created history last week when they scored the most runs in a league match when they smashed 392 runs against Elgin for the loss of just six wickets in 45 overs in the North of Scotland Cricket Association League. They comfortably won the match by 248 runs after bowling Elgin all out for 144. Batsman Graham Carney was the star of the show as he managed to score 186 runs alone. He hopes they can continue their ruthless form in the, into the final tomorrow, although knows Forrest will present a difficult challenge. Speaking in the Rosher Journal, he said, We have a tough game against Forrest, who are one of the form teams in the league. We hope that we can get a really strong side out, as it has been a long time since we lifted a trophy. We have two opportunities to do that in the T20 final and in the League Cup, with both games against Forrest. But fingers crossed, if we can perform like we did against Elgin, it should give us a good chance to bring it home. We have never won the T20, said Carney, so it is definitely an added incentive, although we are happy to win anything. And finally, cigarettes and athletics are not something that usually goes together very well. But an athletics club in Inverness has received a cigarette case which they gifted to one of their founder members over 70 years ago. 
Inverness Harriers were returned the item which they gifted to Ian Peterkin back in October 1950 and is now their oldest keepsake and has also extended the knowledge of the club's history in their early years. It was one of a number of items gifted to the club by Barry and Levane Jackson who travelled to the Highlands from near Lincoln to scatter the ashes of Peterkin who passed away from COVID-19 in December, age 93. The engraved cigarette case presented by the Harriers to Peterkin in 1950 on its departure from Inverness acknowledged him as a founder member and an inaugural club captain from 1947 to 1949. The couple visited Queen's Park Stadium in Inverness to present the case to the club where they were welcomed by their longest surviving life member, Ian Tasker. The 87-year-old is the only person at the club currently who remembers Peterkin as an athlete at the Inverness Harriers. The couple also donated notes and photographs from his time with the club to the Inverness Harriers this week. Tasker said Peterkin was a talented athlete and craftsman and during his time at the club also made a starting pistol to be used at races. But there's so many other great stories in our newspapers this week. So wherever you are in the Highlands, in Murray or even Aberdeenshire, go and buy a copy of one of our newspapers and support the work we do. Thanks very much for listening and uh, we'll see you next week.